Yo, what up? It's your boy, Owen J.J. Stone, a.k.a. O-Doctor. Welcome to IQMZ Tech, episode 3 billion. Uh, it's not really episode 3 billion, but we're coming back. We're doing IQMZ Techs again, and uh, this is going to be our new test run so we can figure out the kind of layout we want to do, how we want to be when we grow up as adults, because we're not adults. Say what's up to the people non-adult. Um, look, I'm, I'm just saying 3 billion, that's just an estimate. That's all that is. That's... That's within the margin of error. You can't just come in like the voice of God. You got to say your name. No, no, I don't need. I don't need a, 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 a no. Uh, Amos. No, that's that's just my name. That you don't need to know about that. You, you just know that I'm good with math. I'm good with numbers, and three billion is a clear estimate. So this is exactly why we have a test run uh, <laughs> to figure out what we're supposed to be doing in the world. But long story short, we're going to be talking about. Technology stories, products. Uh, sometimes when I get my hands on reviews, or if uh, the uh, God voice gets his hands on something and wants to talk about it. But just from a realistic point of view, we're not going to be sugarcoating our thoughts and ideas mm -mm. Uh, for the lack of future sponsors. But if you're a sponsor that has a heart and a soul and is brave or makes a great product, then yeah. we don't have to worry about yeah. <laughs> sponsors then. How about that? Because, you know, it's one of those things. You, you see people with reviews and they, and they talk about things and they don't. Everything's great. Everything's yeah. positive, which it's, I understand that premise. But there's also faults in designs and things like that. Um, it's it's amazing. It's it's ridiculously cool. This is the best one ever this week. Uh, yeah, those those lines. That's not what's going to be happening here because no. we're we're just too honest. Like we 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 we're just too honest people that like telling people how it is. <laughs> that being said, today we're just talking about some new products that came out, and every <laughs> single one of these products I love. Like, well, so. uh, uh, I'm, I'm, that's good. That's good because there's a couple of them that I'm not so thrilled about. I have some issues. Okay. Oh, oh, I, that is true. There's one I'm not thrilled about. Let's see if we have the same <laughs> product line and uh, issue. All right. Well, as what's, far as, what's our as first far as product there, Owen? Our first product <laughs> is um, the Galaxy Note 9 from Samsung. Comes in an ocean blue. Comes in a lavender purple. It's, it comes in any kind of repetitive uh, name that you want to say charcoal like black ta tangerine orange <laughs> uh, charcoal black's good what else we got uh, let's go with a, a, a sky glass sky glass lemon yellow right yeah let's do that <laughs> like, too yep oh gosh uh, the names are horrible but this phone which I had my hands on for half a day mm -hmm. and my friend would not let me have it overnight <laughs> I uh, can't imagine why this possibly this is a the person who owns his phone does not own a computer. So his phone is his computer. And this phone is justifiable in that aspect. If you know the Note series, they used to be my backup phones up until the Note 5, which I still have. Uh, I let my daughter's friends use when they come over if they don't have a phone and they want to like stream their own stuff or whatever. Solid phone still works great. Uh, but this Note 9 to me, is the best phone available. I'm an iPhone user. Uh, I always keep a backup Android phone. But this phone, I had to get it out of my hands anyway because I would have bought it, and I can't justify it right now. <laughs> $1,200 price point for the largest uh, size. But at, that, at $1,200, you get a 512 hard drive with an expandable 512. So you could put a, a, a terabyte in your hand at all times. 
you know much video and photos you just could keep for the last 30 years that you don't have to upgrade or swap or delete? Mm. Oh, 512 on board is great. Then you can expand to another 512. That right off the bat is what was like, ooh, now this is a powerhouse in your hand. Now just that, having that kind of space. That I will give you. I do like the fact that they're expandable. That's one of the, one of the things that I've never liked about the iPhone, the fact that they're not expandable because that seems to be a, a selling point for them or whatever, but... That's that's a lot of storage. That I can't I can't and chagrin that. And the price point at a twelve hundred dollar iPhone, you get two hundred fifty six gigs. At a twelve hundred dollar um, Samsung Note, you get five twelve plus. You can add your own additional five twelve. Now you are so, you are kind of going apples to oranges here because this is this year's Note versus this year's iPhone that's going to be announced in about two weeks. So it might change, we, but. And we might talk a little bit about that, but Apple has always been stingy on on space. Yes. So I can't even imagine them offering a 512 offering. If this year they they shut me up and start their phones, they're not going to start their phones at 128. It, it's just it's just not what they do. So I can go out on a limb and say they're not going to have a 512 phone. Let them prove me wrong. Yeah. Uh, and feel differently about that. Now they do have so, a 512 iPad, right? Yes. Okay, yes. I'm pretty sure that's what my iPad is, is a 512. I'm not not positive, but um, so I mean, it, it's not beyond the realm of of speculation, but it, it does seem a little counterintuitive for Apple to have something with half a gig on board when they're trying to sell you the iCloud service every step of the way. Yeah, uh, again, I just need my my stuff in my hand. I'm not trying to upload everything, download everything when I don't have a signal. Or uh, if my personal private videos that I don't want to keep in the cloud in case somebody hacks me and finds out what I'm doing in my bedroom, I just like keep it on my phone physically. That's neither here nor there. We don't need so to know about besides, your about your habit of mainlining wasabi first thing in the morning when you wake up. That's I, not. I didn't say anything about. It. I was just glazing over. You didn't have what? to revisit it for what? me to reglaze to reglaze. <laughs> this phone has returned to the power bank of four hundred million four four thousand milliamp, which. They moved away from after phones were exploded and they had issues. But now when they say all day battery life, this phone will provide that and a little bit more, I'm sure. Uh, it feels great in your hand. It actually feels better than my iPhone 7 Plus, which is my personal first flagship phone right now. Um, but it feels great in my hand. Even though it, as big as it is, it still feels good. It, it, I know that it's heavier, but for some reason it didn't feel heavier. Um, and that's even more the case on it. The uh, other thing I love about it besides the battery is the fingerprint reader is moved mm -hmm. from the idiotic place on the S uh, – oh, not, not S8. No. On the Note 8 uh, was by the camera, which your finger would smudge the camera. And now it's directly underneath. I still would prefer it to be a little bit further underneath and maybe in a circle fashion. But then that's getting into Google's design. But either way, when the case is on there, your finger slides in it very easily – for the fingerprint reader, um, the facial recognition is fast. I, I just the main reason why people are like, oh, you technology guy, you still got an iPhone seven. The iPhone X, the iPhone ten, whichever one you call it, only ha not having a fingerprint reader kills me. In the middle of the night, I'm not trying to really look at my phone when I'm doing stuff. Sometimes I just want to tap it and touch it and get into it. And secondly, it's the fact that. I know that I could just get into my phone and use it when I want to, how I want to, with the touch of my finger. I, I like that. That's awesome. And they've improved that one little thing. That means they listen to people, they listen to all the complaints, and they change that. Um, 
But it's still running. It's still running Android, though. That's my biggest thing with these beautiful phones that Samsung puts out. Is I can't take Android and explain it to my mom in four steps how to do everything on the phone, which I can on iPhone. Which is why I've got the entire family converted over to iPhones because it's just so much easier to use. You are right about that, but I am currently my. I don't have it out here. Um, my backup phone currently is the uh, LG QThink slim or whatever it is Mm -hmm. and the other thing about android is you can customize everything Mm -hmm. i have an on-screen power display so no matter what my screen is always displaying my information notifications i could tap at it and just get the things Um, i can adjust color background scale size and they the newer phones don't come with as much bloatware this samsung you can basically reprogram it to customize to yourself and minimalize it so yeah, if you're not a power user of technology, iPhone's idiot-proof. A baby to a grandmother could use it. Mm. But for productivity and functionality, this phone, especially with the pen, the new pen is amazing. It has Bluetooth in it now. It has a lot more um, functionality. You could program the button on it now. It charges wirelessly via the phone. Um, you can actually run presentations through it if you hook up your uh, phone to uh, run the PowerPoint and things on it. So for a business person, for a productivity person, for a person who, um, again, my friend just doesn't have a computer, he uses his phone for everything. Like that's just what he does. And this phone does all of that. Now, certain things, he was like, oh, this is cool. Uh, he was watching a YouTube video and he went to go exit a video to go do something and the video minimized on the screen and kept playing, Mm -hmm. put it down the corner. You can move it all around the screen. I'm like, yeah, all Android devices do that now. Like my LG does that. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah. Like, cause he hadn't upgraded his phone in a long time. Yeah. He was, he was waiting. Um, and this upgrade justifies it. So, I mean, the screen is amazing. It it comes, uh, it's a powerhouse. They're trying to make it like, uh, like a gaming phone. Uh, Fortnite's going to be the first thing exclusively loaded on it. Uh, it runs smooth. My my friend's son plays Fortnite, so he put it on there. I don't play Fortnite. I'm sorry for anybody who's a Fortnite junkie. One, I refuse to let myself get addicted to drugs. I played like 10 games. I won one game out of 10, and I quit because I figured I would never win ever again. <laughs> and uh, I just didn't want to get into the buying the skins and becoming a crack addict when it comes to that. Uh, the so- camera is pretty so is this is this the phone that you're going to go to? Is this this your new optimum phone that you want, or is this or are you still going to stick with the iPhone? Like, where, where's your head out on that? I can't go to this phone for multiple reasons, which we'll talk about later. But I can't go to this phone. If I was going to switch to a phone, it would be this phone. My LG does pretty much everything that this one does, mm-hmm. except for the size of screen and the pen. I really like the customization of android um and doing things like when i go to a google drive i could just click on a button and download a video to my android device i can't do that on my iphone hmm. i've got to do all these convoluted things to get stuff to save like or i've got to use dropbox or something else um i'm, I'm totally ingrained into the google lifestyle so that's another reason why android and having android as a backup phone which i basically carry everywhere with me i'm looking to try and get a dual sim because I really like this LG phone that much. But it is literally this same phone without the pen and without the bigger screen. But this phone, if if I was going to go to Android phone, 
I, I'll get this phone. This phone will last me a good three years. Hmm. I believe this phone will last you a good three years. Um, I'm right at the end of the shelf life on my iPhone 7 for two years where I know that I have to get a new phone. This phone, I feel like, could last people a really long time. Nice. Uh, 4K video, 30 frames per second. You know, all the normal stuff. Like I said, the biggest thing is the bigger battery now, faster I was charging, and the memory. When you get the 512, it also has 8 gigabytes of RAM. Mm-hmm. The the other model is 6 gigabytes of RAM, 128 uh, gigabytes of storage. But you can still expand it with the 512. Right. So you're still going to – you can still get 700 or um, – uh, 600 and whatever gigabytes of storage, which is amazing on a phone and a device. See, now I'm talking myself into loving this phone more. <laughs> oh well, uh, uh, speaking of things that you absolutely love, DJI came out with a new pair of Mavics this week. And I know how much you love your drones. So... Yeah, I'm a, I'm a drone guy. That's my main drone right here. Uh, my, my Tello. I'm out here killing in the streets with this thing. I'm joking. That's my daughter's drone. The uh, <laughs> I love DJI products. DJI might be the apple of products for everything else. The Their quality, the build... The confidence you have when you get one of their products from top to bottom is amazing. Flawed, yes, everything's flawed. But in general, I have uh, the Ronin M to shoot video with. I have the DJI Osmo, uh, which I shoot video with, which I need to sell and upgrade that. But uh, I have a Mavic Pro. I have this Tello. And I'm excited about these two drones. I also am very angry about these two drones. Can you guess why I'm angry about these two drones? No, because I don't know that you have any criticisms about DJI that I've ever heard. I am upset that they have two drones. Why don't you put the Hasselblad with the Zoom? Why don't you just put them together? Just make one super drone. Why you got me? Because now I don't know what to do. Because now I don't know what to do. Because now I don't know what to do. I've, I've been downloading footage all week. Mm. I've been rendering footage. I've been looking at photos. I've been watching every video. I don't know what to do. So, again, I, there's two versions of the new Mavic Pro 2. Mm. There's the Mavic Pro Zoom and the Mavic Pro. What's the other one called? I can't. I'm so upset right now. <laughs> uh, I just call it the, the Mavic Pro has a black. And one, you could adjust the aperture on. One, you could zoom in from the moon and see my nose. And I don't know what to do. You've got I the, thought the, I was going to get... It's the Mavic 2 Pro and the Mavic 2 Zoom. Those are the, those are the two new names they picked out. So the Mavic Pro 2 has a one-inch sensor. It's a one-inch sensor wrapped in a Hasselblad camera frame. Like... That when, just that seems so amazing to me that that's on a drone. That's that's the part about this that I love. Give me a one inch sensor, a thirty one minute flight time, and let me go out there with Hasselblad optics. And why, why I can take that and then later on crop the screen in if I need to zoom. Like I can digitally zoom this thing because it's got the resolution for it. 
So when you say that, that is the way that I live. I, I with my other uh, drone um, and with my Osmo, even I shoot in 4K. I always end up rendering in a um, 1080, and then I just crop in. I use the crop to zoom, to flip screens, to edit, to jump cut, because I have so much real estate that I can do it, and it seems seamless. Mm-hmm. But this zoom, <laughs> but this zoom. Um, scroll all the way down to their uh, bottom of their page, and you you should see the little. Uh, I don't even know if it's on this page. There's a there's like a mountaintop clip or something where they're like on the mountain at 720p video, and even at 720p, the zoom like that one right there. So when they're coming in on this mountaintop, and the distance that they're f- away, and the way you could zoom in, I know you could crop in. I just don't feel like it would look like that. But the the one inch processor is what I'm going to probably have to get. And that's, that's the, gosh, you're looking at a one inch processor with a a 2.8 aperture. Like, do you understand the light that you can capture with that? It, it just seems like sunset videos and, and the twilight videos, everything else is going to be ridiculous on, on, on this camera. I do. And, like I can I can see why they didn't combine the two because if you get the optics primed perfect for the Hasselblad and then you try to throw a zoom in there, you're adding a lot more complication to it and you licensing and, and weight and everything else. I can see why they separated the two. I do agree that man, it'd be really sweet to have both of them and maybe that's what the Mavic 3 Pro will be. It was a combination of the two. But comparing the two, a, a, a really nice zoom and, and being able to crunch the backgrounds and everything else versus a one-inch sensor with a 2.8 aperture, as a photographer, I got to go with that because that's going to open you up to so many more things available to you. I'm, I'm an honest person. You are 100% correct. And as a person who flies a drone and who isn't great at it, mm-hmm. That zoom would help me tremendously <laughs> for things that I can't get to. So it's not about the so, quality, it's about overcoming your shortcomings. Got it. <laughs> oh, it's about overcoming my shortcomings. You know what I mean? It's just like you sit up a little straighter, put some put on boots so I can be that extra inch taller when I'm on a date. You know, there's certain things you gotta do to help yourself out. Uh so the pro has the 20 megapixel picture, the, the zoom has a 12 megapixel. The aperture you can adjust from two point eight to f eleven. I know you got to get that. You know what the other thing is too. <laughs> you know what the other thing that's is. It's a mechanical too? aperture, or yeah, mechanical aperture. Like that's the the zoom says it has a forty eight megapixel super resolution photo. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that does, and I know that that's fake, but it sounds <laughs> really good. That, that's them <laughs> taking four pictures and taking the most common three out of. Out of the four and lining that up into a, a forty whatever whatever, that's what that nobody, is. Nobody asked you to explain the magic. Okay, <laughs> I just if I say the number out loud, it sounds amazing. Yeah. And the dolly zoom. Okay, now I did. Uh, see, I can't really even share these videos with you. This is why I got to get back on Dropbox, I guess. But I did have some raw footage from has a black flight and I overlaid the videos to each other mm-hmm. and I kind of made my own dolly zoom, which took a little extra work and processing, but the zoom does a dolly zoom and I'm like, that's so cool. But you're right. 10 bit HDR video, 10 bit D log with the pro we're jumping back and forth again. We're the type of guys who just talk about technology. If you want a, a press release, you can go to the website and just read yourself. <laughs> but 
I mean, my God. The other thing is, too, $1,800 versus $1,500. Because the thing I hate the most is when somebody says, oh, well, one's $1,295 and the other one's $1,400. Yeah, where, what tax uh, is your state living in, okay? So I get taxed over here. And at the end of the day, it's going to end up costing me $1,800 for the Hazelblatt. And I'm probably going to have to get it. <laughs> I'm about to bust a move. I, I, I already got a buyer lined up for my Mavic Pro. And I'm hoping to get at least $800 out of that. I'm, I'm rubbing my hands together like an evil genius because I'm so excited to get my hands on either one of these. But it's going to have to be the Hazelblatt. I've, I've always had an, a passive interest in... In drones, they, they seem cool to me. They seem like something I could I could use and have fun with. This Mavic Two Pro is the first drone that I'm actually excited about. Like this, really just has me ready to go out and buy one if I just had eighteen hundred dollars to piss away. But this is this is like th- these. They're finally hitting my specs. They're finally hitting the numbers that I want to see. They're they're hitting the the, the video quality and the the graphics that I want to see. Like the quality of light that is being captured by these cameras is finally at the point where I can see myself using this in a semi-professional manner, like getting really good pictures of a, of a wedding or, or um, you know, a graduation event, something like that, and actually using this footage for something as opposed to, oh, yeah, that was cool. I flew under a tree. It's finally yeah. at the point where it's impressing me enough to where I want to see people that have, I want to see videos that people have taken with this stuff. I gotta get to the Hasselblad. <laughs> it's then, hurt. But how, how how much is that Hasselblad? Like, if, if if these specs were on there and it was, if it didn't say Hasselblad on it, would would it still have that impact? It's like the Carl Zeiss on on webcams. Like nobody cares about Carl Zeiss now because you can get a webcam with Carl Zeiss optics and it doesn't matter. So you are one hundred percent correct, which is why I wanted the zoom. <laughs> but the problem is the one inch sensor. Yes. So here's the here's the bottom line about this. I waited a year and a half to get uh, the Maverick, so I've only had mine for about a, a year and a half. So it's been out like two years. So I haven't I haven't had mine since day one when they first came out. So for me, I knew there was going to be an upgrade, and I knew it was going to be something better. I don't need a new drone, technically speaking, but if I upgrade to this with this one inch sensor. I feel like I won't have to upgrade for a new drone until like maybe the Mavic 4 or something. I feel like if I if I got the one with the one inch sensor, I'd be happy with the quality and I wouldn't have to upgrade. Mm-hmm. I I've I've been trying to change my lifestyle of upgrading with everything because I used to be the type of person that buys everything and until this show blows up big enough to where we get sent products for free to test and review. I just had to slow myself down because sometimes things aren't worth the jump right. to the next item. Uh, again, the Note 9 is vastly superior to the Note 8. This Mavic Pro with the one-inch sensor and with the zoom, both of these are vastly superior to the Mavic Pro and the Mavic Pro Platinum. Uh, I, I, just, I just need this in my life. <laughs> I need this in my life. And uh, I'm going to be ordering it tomorrow or Tuesday I'm going to order it. I, just, I couldn't make up my mind. But listening to you, you sound like what I tell myself if I was confident. I'm not the person to talk you out of buying stuff, just so we're clear. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no. E- e- 
no matter what you said, either way, a Mavic Pro or two was getting bought. No, no matter what you said, <laughs> either way is getting bought. It's just the issue of whether it's the Pro or the Zoom. That's the only difference. Because either way, the purchase well, is going to be made. In, in all fairness, the uh, the Zoom will have a slight advantage when you get your little robot dog and want to take video of it running around the yard. So this is this is something Sony is finally doing, and it, I, I'll reserve my thoughts because I have I have thoughts on this one. Oh, and why don't you tell me what you thought of when you saw this video of this little robot dog playing around the... Uh, well, go the, ahead and bust the audio up on I this know. and just let, let everybody watch it so they can see it first, then we'll talk about it. I showed that to my daughter. Do you know what the first thing she said to me was? When are we getting one? No. Shockingly, no. I thought that that would be the first thing she said. She said, oh, that's cute. That's probably for people who um, are allergic to dogs or they live in an apartment where they're not allowed to have dogs or for someone who just never had a pet. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, that's a practical thought process. I was like, you don't want one? And she was like, I, yeah, I guess. And then I told her what would happen when Melage got her. She said, I would not let Melage around that dog. We have a pit bull. She would destroy this thing in like 13 seconds. But she didn't. The first thing out of her mouth wasn't I want one, which mm. surprised me. Mm -hmm. So I, if you don't know about these, these were a popular item years ago. Uh, Sony made them. People loved the, the Ibo dog uh, in Japan and China, they were people took them places. They had birthday parties for them. And when Sony stopped um, servicing them and giving updates and supporting them, people had funerals for their Ibo dogs. Like th these things were a big deal and they couldn't really do jack diddly. Mm -hmm. But again, people love these things. Uh, it, it recognizes 100 people's faces. I mean, I guess when you first couple hundred people you take it around, be careful because it'll start liking people you don't like. But <laughs> I just, it's it's a robot dog for three grand. For three grand. They're telling you don't buy $2,000 purebred pit bull blue puppies because for $2,000, they say, oh, don't do that. Go get it from the shelter. So instead, you want me to go get Ibo for three grand? You want me dogs I can adopt for three grand? Mm. I, a lot. So, so th this. Uh, uh, first of all, let, let me let me sing the praises. When this came out years ago, it was not nearly as cute as it is now. It's in a much smaller package. It's in a much more uh, dynamic package. It's got a lot more mobility. It's got LED eyeballs, so it, they can kind of like sensors all over its body, back, nose, ears, yeah, belly, yeah, before, sides, hip, ball for for 
positive feedback. Like you can this this it, it's got better AI. It's got a better interface. It's got cameras camera in its butt and, nose, and a nose. Camera and a tail. It charges like a Roomba. Right. Uh, it runs that, on two hour battery, then it goes and plugs itself in, takes three hours for a full charge. That's what I was gonna It'll say. Is it, you. It's 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 a Roomba in a dog form because a lot of people talk about how their Roombas almost feel like pets because they come out and they just do their little thing and then they go back to their little houses. The thing that gets me though, they're remarkably close to Uncanny Valley. Like they've taken it to the edge. Like if they made this dog any more realistic with its movements, with its shape, it would be an uncanny valley. And I'm not quite comfortable with where it's at. Something about it just makes me feel awkward when I'm looking at it. Oh, I'm totally uh, against AI, which we should have a whole episode on AI and how the robot's going to take us over and kill everybody. And I can't trust them. Skynet's real. Singularity is coming. Yes. This dog is not worth $3,000. Well, how much would you pay for it then? Like my Roomba costs four hundred. How much would you pay for this thing? There's the old one right there's a, there. Hey, there's a Roomba that costs a thousand dollars. I had a thousand dollar Roomba, uh, so I fully understand the quality and the longevity of the battery sensor. Uh, maybe this should be like two grand. If it was like two grand, I'd say sure, I know. But if three grand, at three grand, I'm just like I'm, I'm out. I need I need an iFixit teardown of this thing is what I need. I need to know how repairable it is. I need to know how often I need to replace that battery that's in there. Um, how breakable is this thing? Like, is this something that my three-year-old is going to, or my five-year-old is going to run around and trip and fall and smash and have 500 pieces laying there? $3,000 well, for 500 run, pieces? Like, go, go run the video with, with it interacting with real dogs. All right, here we go. That's so that was that was the other thing I was interested in hunting down. Again, I'm I'm not buying an eyeball. I'm not buying an eyeball. I'm not buying an eyeball. I'm not. I think I fully talked myself into not buying it. Uh, <laughs> you might be talking yourself into into like, is it going to have like a little pad under there? That smells funny for the dogs to go sniff their butts. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> no, uh, no. Okay, so this is uh, a controlled environment, mm-hmm. which the dogs act totally different in. Um, they are obviously inquisitive standoffish you know a little bit aggressive mm-hmm. but none of the dogs really okay this dog getting close to it but uh the other dogs if you skip forward a little bit um just to another dog so this dog's like wow, wow, wow. when they get into their home environment the dogs start licking this dog's face licking its tail uh biting the ears just like dogs do to mm-hmm. each other which again to what you're saying is a little bit freaky Mm-hmm. Uh, my dog would destroy it if it tried to do that because you know once certain dogs get to playing they're gonna be rough. But it's they trick a dog into thinking it's like a dog. It, it is interesting that the, both dogs that we've looked at now are more standoff with or less standoffish after the human interacts with the robot than they were before. Like the yeah, human yeah. interacting gives the dog almost a permission to be a little more open to the idea of having the dog around, having the yeah. uh, the robot around. So uh, this, this dog's to, in here tearing up the floor and stuff like he's yeah, he's hyped. He's hyped. <laughs> skip to uh, towards the middle. And uh, let's see if it gets so. OK, this is now the, the dog's home in a home environment. And this dog is going to start chewing on the dog's tail, licking the ears, biting the mouth. And that's all things that dogs do. Mm-hmm. See, now, this dog's obviously much more com- now. 
that's dog-like behavior, which is so freaky. Yeah. Because now the dog's comfortable saying, trying to turn it to, and this is what dogs do to each other. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, besides the point that you're letting some somebody chew on a $3,000 tail. <laughs> <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But she went to go play fetch. She brought her, brought her a toy. Oh, um, and this dog that was very standoffish and aggressive, tearing up the mats everywhere, licking it in the mouth, trying to bite its ear. You know what I mean? Like wagging his tail, trying to, trying to play. Yep, it's not trying to play up. the way dogs play. Yep. And trying to lick its nuts. Yep. Yeah. So as far as that's concerned, yeah, this is like a real dog. So if you live in an apartment, if you're lonely and you don't want to clean up poop, hey, Ibo is for you. Right. I wonder if this would help with separation anxiety of animals that have lost a, another pet in the house. Oh wow! That that wow. you know, like you know, you have two pets for like a really long time, and then one of them one of them passes away or runs away or whatever, and the other one is just goes crazy because it, it doesn't have its little companion. Yeah, I mean, just just trying to think outside the box of any other ways that this might be might be helpful or whatever. But that's. It, I don't it might be helpful as a person companion for all that. Right. And that's that's another thing is is like my mom she's she's not married anymore, you know, and I don't live anywhere near her and she doesn't have any other children. Something like this might be the easy companion that she needs when she comes home. There's somebody waiting for her right there to give her a little bit of affection, a little bit of attention, and then move the hell out of the way when she's gonna go make dinner, you know? Like uh spot, go charge your butt or whatever. And like, yeah. it, it's I can see the use case for this, especially for um, uh, anxiety patients and disability patients, people that you wouldn't want to trust around a real dog because they're just accident prone or whatever. Not someone who's got ill intent. You just don't buy them $3,000 stuff. No, but, obviously. But um, but I can see a lot of cases for this, especially in the medical environment. Uh, but just as, as a pet to have at home, like I can, like in Japan where pets are kind of restricted because they do live in really high, high rises and you know, not everybody, but a lot of people, especially in like the bigger cities, pets can be restrictive and something like this might be great for them. I just, yeah. I just don't know that it's for me because I want a real dog. Like that's. And that's, that's the bottom line of that. And if this uh, gets any closer to a real dog, like I said, you're going to hit that uncanny valley where it's like, this is too comfortable to be comfortable. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, unless you want to break a dog. It's impressive for what it is. And uh, I'm interested to see the, the, the longevity of Ibo coming back into the market. Yeah. So uh, let's, let's get talking about these leaked photos. Um, 9 to 5 Mac released what appears to be. I mean, I, I watched one presentation. It almost looks like the presentation that Apple would give out at their keynote leaked. It, it looks like somebody got a hold of the pages uh, document or whatever, whatever their PowerPoint presentation stuff is, and sent that, emailed that out to somebody, and they, they took screenshots of it because it looks like legitimate Apple product launch videos. They're, it's ridiculous. And, and that's what they're saying. They're saying these are not mock-ups which is usually the case where you know you get the mock-up with like 18 cameras on the back and people try to guesstimate what apple's going to do next but these seem to be legit mm -hmm. and a lot of other sources are re-reporting this as as legit 
So we will find out September 12th when Apple does his new keynote. But let's take it on its face value. There will be a larger iPhone X, uh, which is going to make me buy it. <laughs> you asked me earlier uh, about the Note. Um, even though my biggest fault is not having a fingerprint reader, the, my other big problem was the form factor of the X. It was smaller. I like more screen space. I like it feeling bigger in my hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I asked my daughter if she wanted it. She rather would have kept – she'd rather have her iPhone 6S Plus than the iPhone X. Wow. Because I was going to get her – I was like, uh, was like, look, if I upgrade you, I'm going to upgrade you to the X um, – because we're not going to get you the eight. If I'm mm-hmm. going to get you the eight, I might as well wait till the next one comes out. Because we were right. so close in between. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Well, I'll wait till the nine comes out or whatever." Because I don't want the X. And I'm like, "Why not?" She's like, "It's too small." It, mm. You know. And she uses that like it's her computer. It's her main device. She watches right. videos on it. She reads uh, emails on it. She does like schoolwork. So on. like she likes the bigger screen. And so the X wasn't for her. Yeah. Uh, so that that's the form factor where I'm at. If the, if it's bigger significantly in my hand, like this video, like this image displays it to be, and and that's real, then that they're gonna get me. I'm gonna upgrade. I so I I actually upgraded from the 6s Plus to the iPhone 10. Um, it's heavier. The screen is is amazing. The screen is just absolutely ridiculous. The camera's way better. It's far more responsive. And of course, I'm running developer uh, beta software, so I'm always lagging a little bit behind what everybody else is playing the, with because mine's the, the, the screen is amazing, but the the Note Nine screen is even better. Continue. Yeah, yeah no, and and I don't doubt it because there's the one thing that I don't like about the screen is it's just not quite bright enough. So when you're in really bright environments, you just it washes it out just a hair too much. Um, it's supposed to be 600 nits. If it was a thousand nits, it'd be amazing. Like in in the bright light, uh, even 800 yeah. to split the difference. Uh, it's just a hair too dark. Now, if they increase that, then fine. But moving up from the 6s plus to this, oh, it was remarkable. I couldn't not buy it. It was just stupid good. However, both of these phones, these new ones that are coming out, I don't need a bigger phone. I'm actually really comfortable with the size of this one. It's it's a good middle ground between the 6S Plus that doesn't fit in your pocket and the 6, you know, or, or the 8 or whatever. Um, that's just a hair too small. Like, I can't quite get enough out of it. I'm really comfortable with, with the phone the way it is. I've seen all these videos. I've seen all these specs. They look really good. They look official. I'm not buying it. You're not buying that these are leaked photos? No, I'm not buying the phone. Oh. <laughs> I just, I, I, it's, uh, it's, the way it's, you said it, you're not buying it. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, it's not a, it's, it's an incremental upgrade. It's an S year, which we all kind of expected anyway. And I'm still really happy with the phone that I have. Like, I, I haven't seen anything on here that's going to increase my desire to have a new phone. It's just, I, I need bigger updates, maybe because I'm getting older, because I'm trying to save money for retirement, but no. I just need no, bigger talking. updates. You, same th- reason I'm on the 7. So yeah. again, to my mind, when I upgrade now, the other thing too that I, I've changed myself out of doing is not buying the first iteration of iPhones now. Mm. So the S version is always a little bit better. They tweak the things that are wrong, and they listen to the public, mm-hmm. and they go do what they're going to do. So this would be that. 
the things that I didn't like about the the 10, I'm hoping that they fix, they upgrade, they update, which now when I jump into it, I can go get it and then last another two years in the life cycle of the phone without having to get a new phone every year. They, they used to give me every year I had to have a new iPhone. Mm-hmm. I've talked myself out of that. Uh, also, they have on display the Apple Watch 4 series. Mm-hmm which I'm an Apple Watch 3 Series user, and Mm -hmm. so is my daughter. She's a 3 Series user. The biggest thing that they're harping on is the edge-to-edge screen. Yep. I'm sure that the processor will be a little bit faster. I'm sure the battery life will be a little bit better, which I can't really tell it being any better. I can get two days out of this without charging it, possibly up to three. And uh, I don't know if it's going to get better than that. No. You're you're, you're on the LTE 42-millimeter, right? Yes. Okay. So I'm on the I'm on the same watch that you're on, uh, essentially because the, the Series Three LTE 42 millimeter. I also have a Series Zero that I wear as my nighttime watch. I can still get almost a full day usage out of that. Like I'll put it on at night and then I'll go out to do yard work or whatever else. I'll leave the old watch on. It'll last me until four o'clock in the afternoon of doing yard work. Um, the Series Three that I'm sporting will. If I if I take it off the charger, like I took it off the charger this morning when I when I got up, and then tonight I don't put on the charger, like say I stay out of the house or whatever else, you know, go on a little family trip or whatever, I won't need to plug it back in until tomorrow night when I go to bed. Yeah, and that's I, I consider that two days. So when I say two days, I'm not getting forty eight hours. I'm getting forty hours, but it's a solid forty hours, and I'm never worried about it running out during that time. I can take phone calls on it. I can get all my notifications. It's it's beautiful. I, if they increase the battery life of this watch in any way, it's not going to be because of the battery itself. It's probably going to be because of uh, lower overhead on the operating system, in my opinion. Yeah. And again, at this point, it's not enough for me to upgrade. Also, I am against the edge-to-edge screen. Yeah. I currently, I don't know if you can see it, but I have a... Uh, You've got a case on it. Yeah, I have a Spitadin case on it. And I have like a little thin plastic screen cover on it. I've seen so many people break their iPhones and crack their screens. I don't want edge to edge. I like that I have this bevel around it. Uh, my daughter has one, obviously, and she has the little bumper screen. And it, it almost feels edge to edge the way this cover comes on there. So if it was edge to edge and I tried to put a case on it, it mm. would be hard pressed to protect it. Um, and I dink this thing all the time, you know, and I just don't care about that edge to edge screen. I feel like that's more real estate to break. And once you break them, unless you have Apple care on it, it's pretty much a wash. You're, you're just beat. Cause it costs so much to replace the screen on one of these things. You might as well just buy a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all for making the screen bigger, whatever it, there, there has to be more than, it has to be more than the screen for me to consider buying them though. You know, I didn't get the series one or two. My, I got my daughters and my sister-in-law, uh, series two watches for like last year's birthday or Christmas or whatever. And it worked out pretty well. And the series three came out and I was like, well, it's got LTE. This is what I've been waiting for. This is perfect. I got it. It's been a great watch. The screen, the screen or the edge edge screen isn't going to convince, isn't going to be enough to convince me. I don't see how they can possibly cram more into this tiny little form factor, but I'm looking at the renderings that they have here. I want this home screen. I want to have as much information <laughs> on my phone as possible. This thing has, it's got the uh, uh, the UVI rating for the day. It's got the sunrise, sunset information, the temperature, 
uh, with the highs and lows. It's got a timer on there for like lunch or whatever. It actually says 12 p.m. lunch with Ken uh, in the middle right there. It's got the date. It's got your activity trackers. It's an analog watch, which I, I, I love the look of. It's just the current watch faces don't have an analog with extra information that's usable. So I haven't used it. Um, it's got your little now playing for the iTunes thing. Like there's, there are nine complications on the screen that they're showing right there. If I could fit nine complications on my screen, I would. Cause right now I have one, two, three, four, five. I've got five and it's not enough. Like I have more stuff I want to see all the time. So what do you have on your watch currently? Oh, and by the way, I had the version one. I didn't upgrade to version three because LTE, obviously that's yeah. what made me do jump also. Cause otherwise the watch is the same. I don't care what they say. Yeah. So what, what do you have on your screen right now? I've got the utility. So I've got the date right next to the time. Um, then the calendar is underneath that with my next appointment, which is a silent disco I'm going to tonight. And then the uh, along the bottom is the weather, which I think is carrot weather uh, or dark sky, one or the other. Um, activity plus plus, which is like a activity tracker, a different version of the activity tracker. And then finally at the bottom is the battery life. That's what I currently have on there right now. So I have heart rate monitor on the bottom, activity trainer, my breathe in the middle is the weather. Then I have the time at the top and the calendar. And that's all I need. Mm. I tap the calendar. It tells me what my day is like. Uh, and I tap everything else and it shows me everything else. I mean, I don't need pretty much more than that. I don't need about sun UV ratings. I'm black. I don't tan. Uh, <laughs> sun rating. See, for, for me, it would me. be, it, I, 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 so the way I would break this down is, where they have the temperature right there, I would keep that. That's perfect. Where they have the timer off to the side, I would actually replace that with the forecast. Like, you know, is it going to rain soon? Like, dark sky is amazing at that. It tells you if it's going to rain soon or, or if it's going to stop raining or whatever else. Because here in Alaska, we get we kind of get crazy weather sometimes, and it's good to know. Uh, wind warnings constantly. The sunrise, sunset thing, I would actually keep there because that's always good. If I get a chance to, I can go out during golden hour for, for some photography. The UVI, I would probably replace with something else. But then all the ones in the middle um, with the, the next appointment being along the top, that's perfect. The date, I'm constantly using my watch to figure out the date. Um, I'm always using my watch to change my volume or, or skip tracks on my phone when it's on Bluetooth. Like these in the lateral activity tracker, of course, this would essentially give me three more complications and I would use all of them. Yeah. Okay, Captain Formulated, Captain Information, (laughs) Captain, I need a little bit more to know that you know that I know that we know that I know that you know, whatever floats your boat. Uh, So it sounds like a no for both of us on upgrading now. Right. There's, there's no way. Hardware wise, nothing. I would upgrade. Uh, I can't. I can't think of a situation in which I would upgrade. It just wouldn't work. Wouldn't happen. Yeah. Same here. Ditto. So uh, I believe that's all for today. Hmm. That's right? enough, isn't it? That's enough. That's enough. So going forward, we're gonna have an email for you guys to email us. Uh, actually, just to be nice, since I don't have an email right now. Uh, you could tweet me any tech question you want at Odoctor on Twitter, and I will send you a video reply this week. I will take the time to reply to you in video if you're listening to this and you want to ask me something. 
I will jump on Twitter via video. And now, are you going to answer them or are you just going to reply? <laughs> I'm going to answer them I, and I, reply. I, 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 can see, I can see someone being like, uh, well, what if the new watch has a heart sensor that will actually track your blood sugar and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And you get on there and be like, why are you asking me what ain't that ain't happening yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give a reply. Don't get me with semantics. Why are you really trying to ruin everybody's fun? Now someone asks me something stupid. I'm like, now didn't he tell you don't ask for nothing stupid? Didn't 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 uh, 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 Seamus aimless nameless tell you not to ask that question? So I'm doing video replies. Whatever kind of video reply you get depends on the question. I guess I should put in fine print. Uh, <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, if you, if you, if you want to find you on Twitter, where, where are you at? What's, what's it at? I'm at O-Doctor, O-H-D-O-C-T-A-H, O-Doctor. And then, of course, you can talk to me on Twitter at Ethan Kane, E-T-H-A-N-C-A-I-N-E. Because and, uh, I like having lots of names. Yeah, yeah. Bunch of names is good. AKAs are better. Uh, <laughs> let us know if you like this episode and uh, how we could tweak it. We're trying to figure out how we're going to tweak it. We're going to do another test run show live on monday i don't know if any of you're gonna watch it it's a holiday we don't really care if you're out barbecuing or not we're doing it so nobody's watching so we, that's what the test runs for because y'all gonna be out busy living your life in the dreams and if we mess up then who cares nobody saw it <laughs> thanks for watching iqmz tech episode three billion again i'm your boy jj stone aka o doctor here with amos the aimless shameless one i guess yes Aimless, shameless, nameless. Uh, And we're out. Peace.